What's going on, guys? Welcome to Weed and Wealth episode, I think it's 15, but man, I've been gone for a while, so I kind of lost count. The pandemic hit, and your boy kind of sort of went ghost, at least on the podcasting front. I've still been active on the socials, giving out a ton of free financial gain, but in case you need a reminder, I'm your host, Jay, and if you're new to the show, welcome, but I want to let you know it goes a little bit like this. I talk about what's currently shaking in my life, usually my son, aka the boy, my green product of the week, because, I mean, weed is the first name in the title of the podcast, and then to the wealth, the financial goodies, so... If you aren't interested in any of that other stuff, I'm not offended. Feel free to skip ahead because I'll be honest, this episode may be a tad long, but I'll try to keep it under 20 minutes. So, on this week's episode, yep, yep, you guessed it, back to the green product of the week. Some guaranteed Jay Holiday that's gonna put you to bed. Corny, I know, but I'm pretty sure that corny is my love language, but... After the green product of the week, probably what most of you tuned in to hear, our main topic, five, one, two, three, four, five financial tips you can use between now and the end of the year. So get your pen, your pad, your kids, crayons, your iPad, whatever you use to take notes, because I'm going to give you guys a hell of a financial playbook to get you through the rest of 2020 and quite honestly, beyond 2020. So again, welcome to this week's show. As always, I hope everyone's had a good week. And since I've been gone for a while, I hope everybody's faring well through the coronavirus and the pandemic. But for this week, mine's been pretty good. We officially have a kindergarten in the house. That's right. The boy is officially in kindergarten. Now, despite it being online, it is what it is. I'm sure most of you have either seen on the news or if you're parents, you know about the struggles and, you know, the bandwidth issues and technology issues with the virtual learning. So I won't get into that. But I think the biggest annoyance through one week of virtual learning is parents inability to just click mute. I've heard so many side conversations and parents whispering or getting on their kids and saying things that I'm pretty sure they didn't mean for the rest of the class to hear. So parents, if you're listening and your kid is virtual learning, just hit the mute button. Cool? Cool. So, if anybody's wondering, sorry got tongue-tied. Been off for a while. Forgive me. Ring rust. Um, I still cook, but I don't post as much because I don't cook that much fly stuff anymore. I mean, before I was making meals maybe four or five days a week but now for the past five or six months i've been cooking three times a day seven days a week and the boy is tired i had to find a way to make simpler meals but you you, if you follow me on ig you see every now and again i'll jump out the window with some chopped food network looking dish but as always if you're interested in seeing any of my cooking books my son, a.k.a. The Boy, or Financial Post, feel free to check me out on IG at weed underscore and wealth. That's weed underscore A-N-D wealth. Now, on to this week's green product of the week, CBD and melatonin, the dynamic duo of sleep aids that you didn't know you needed. So you guys know 
I like weed, especially the nighttime strains. Those are my jam. Gorilla Glue, White Kush, Godfather OG, etc. I love them all. Pop them, pop up with some Tibetan bowl music on the Google. Throw some lavender and peppermint oil in the diffuser, and I am out of here. It's a beautiful thing. But for those of you who don't smoke and have trouble sleeping, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy a night of super duper deep relaxing sleep. So I'm here to introduce you to CBD with melatonin. Now I tried a couple brands, but that really doesn't seem to be the key. The key is the amount of CBD and melatonin you take. I've personally found that 20 to 30 milligrams of CBD with two to five milligrams of melatonin is pretty much the sweet spot for me. Now, those of you that suffer from insomnia, I've seen pills with as much as 10 milligrams of melatonin, which seems like a lot. So I would recommend starting on the lower end of the melatonin spectrum and maybe one to two milligrams and working up from there. Now you can find the CBD and melatonin combo in a gummy or gel capsule and they're readily available online. But as I always say and have said on numerous previous episodes, please do your due diligence and make sure you aren't copying your CBD who's just selling flip-flops and tires with a little CBD on the side. All right, you don't want it from there, trust me. You're ingesting this product into your body, you wanna make sure that you're putting high quality ingredients into your body. So, I'd recommend checking out leafreport.com or healthline.com. Those are the two go-to sites I recommend to people. They give really solid reviews and occasionally you might even get a discount code. So, I definitely recommend those two sites again leafreport.com and healthline.com so yeah that's my green product of the week um if you have trouble sleeping and you get a chance give that cbd and melatonin combo a shot and let me know what you think now let me stretch crack my knuckles a bit because we're on to the main topic of the day five financial tips you can use between now and the end of the year Again, get your pen and pad. The financial playbook cometh. Tip number one. Build up that rainy day fund and the beauty of a Roth IRA. You've heard me say it before. Everyone needs to have a rainy day fund just in case life happens. If nothing else, COVID has definitely reinforced that. But statistics show that a large portion of Americans wouldn't have access to even $1,000 in the event of an emergency. So if you have trouble being disciplined enough to put away that money on your own, don't beat yourself up. Many, many people struggle with this. But in the words of Drake, the sixth God himself, he says, pay yourself and owe yourself. So if you don't miss that car payment, those rent payments or mortgage payments, why put yourself any lower on the totem pole? Why miss out on paying yourself? So to help you, pay yourself first, I'd recommend setting up automatic deductions and having your bank automatically deduct 5% or more or less depending on your financial situation, but have them deduct a certain amount from your paycheck and just transfer it into an account with a Roth IRA. Now why a Roth IRA? Because Roth IRAs are awesome. I think they're the best financial tool we have at our disposal. Now with a Roth IRA, you can invest your money 
earn interest tax-free, and then in the event an emergency arises, you can withdraw any contributions tax and penalty-free. So for instance, let's say you've invested slash contributed $8,000 over the last two years, and your account has now grown to $9,300, and an emergency comes up, and you need $4,000. Now due to the power of a Roth IRA, you can withdraw that $4,000 tax-free because, as I said, contributions are tax and penalty-free. But remember, this is for emergencies only, not for that new TV you saw on Black Friday or some new kicks that's dropping next week. But with a little discipline, a Roth IRA is great for almost anyone. Now, a kind of mind-blowing statistic that I posted a week or so ago via meme courtesy of Personal Finance Club on IG, which I definitely recommend that you follow, was about a $40,000 millionaire. It went something like this. If you bring home $40,000 a year, you spend 90% and invest just 10%, that's $4,000 a year. Now, if you invest that into a fairly conservative index fund for 40 years, so let's say from 25 years old to 65 years old, you'd retire with almost two million dollars and not just two million dollars two million tax-free dollars and that is the power of a Roth IRA that is the power of a Roth IRA sorry got tongue-tied but you take that plus compound interest and consistency and you are golden so again be sure to take advantage of a Roth IRA. If you're not sure about the ins and outs, I'd recommend going to nerdwallet.com, Googling Roth IRA. They break down information in a really, really simplistic way that even I can understand it. And as I tell you guys often, I'm not the smartest guy out here. I just happen to be good at investing. But tip number two, make the pandemic work for your wallet. Now I know. For a lot of people, now is a tough time financially. But between now, the rest of the year, and beyond, honestly, now is the time to make a plan. So that when all of this is over, you can make sure that you and your family, even if by a little bit, come out better financially on the other side. So revise, or for maybe for the first time, make a budget to reflect on what your expenses in life look like right now. Because I know many people whose whole life is moving differently than it was pre-COVID. So a new budget is probably in order anyway. Also, this pandemic has shown us that majority of these companies, these big, massive companies with all the commercials, they weren't in the financial positions most of us assumed they were anyway. So what that means for you, these companies are literally begging for your business. Anybody you have a loan or make a monthly payment to, call them. See if they'll give you a better rate, some type of financial concession. And if they don't, cool. Just call the competition and see what they're willing to do. And this is especially true for credit card companies, which leads me to tip number three. Balance transfers. Got a lot of credit card debt? Feel like you'll never get it paid down because of sky high interest rates? Now is your time. As I just mentioned, companies are begging for your business and credit card companies are no different. Now, when I think of credit cards, I think of debt and interest rates, Ugh, yuck. 
But according to the Nerd Wallet, again, great resource, and they're not sponsoring me or anything. I just really like their website. The average American has a credit card debt of over $15,000, and that means they're more than likely getting killed with interest rates. Now, how do interest rates kill you? If you follow me long enough, you know I can't leave you hanging. I definitely got to give you a quick example. Now, let's say you have a credit card balance of $6,500 with an APR of 19%. And let's say you only pay the minimum. Now, by the time you pay that card off, that $6,500 initial bill that you had, you now have paid off over $15,000. That's $8,000 in interest. You do not want that. Now, there's no need to be embarrassed or be hard on yourself because hundreds of thousands of Americans are being weighed down with credit card debt right now. So you're not alone, but that's not a club that you want to stay in. There was a time I was in this group. I was getting hammered with interest fees every month, but then I took a really hard look at my finances and I set a plan to get out of the revolving credit debt cycle. Now, how did I do it? Again, two words, balance transfers. So you're probably asking, well, how do balance transfers work? Basically, and I lost my place on the computer, but basically other credit card companies want your business and will take your credit card debt for a set amount of time frame, interest free. Uh, and that's pre-COVID times, especially post-COVID or in the midst of COVID, again, begging for your business. Now, there's usually a 3% fee, and that's a drop in a bucket to have a year plus of interest-free time to pay off your credit card. But like I said, right now, there's a lot of things on the table. I've seen plenty of balance transfers with um, no fees. So what that means is you can transfer your balance from your high-interest credit card over to a credit card with 0% interest. Now, you make a plan. Let's say you get a 21-month no interest balance transfer. Make a plan. Pay off that card in 21 months and not have to worry about interest. That means every dollar you put is going in to pay that balance down. Now, to make this work and to make sure you get your paid card paid off, do not add additional charges to the card. You are in the process of paying off. I know a lot of times people see that balance. Ooh, it was 6,500. Now it's 2,000. Let me add some more to it. No, no, no. Stick to the script. Do not add additional charges to the card. You're in the process of paying off. And a bonus tip, whenever you pay off that credit card or that loan, take at least half of that payment and store it away into that Roth IRA I mentioned earlier and add it to your rainy day fund. Tip number four, and this is a fun one. Play the no-spend game. Now, what's the no-spend game? It's simply setting a goal of how many days in a month you can go without spending money. Now, the beauty of this is, because it's your game, you can set certain parameters to make it more realistic. Some months when we played the game, we would count days, we would count no-spend days of days we didn't spend more than $25. So you can tweak it based on you know, what you realistically think you're able to do. Now, currently for us, we don't allow buying groceries, paying bills, or investing to count against us. Our monthly goal for September is 20 no-spend days. Woo, 20. That's a lot. So will we make it? Who knows, but I do know this. We'll definitely be a lot closer to the 20 days than if we didn't set the goal in the first place. 
And the beauty of the no spend, the no spend day game, just like when you pay off your credit card, is you can take your savings for the month, put it towards your bills, or even better, add that money to an investment account. Because remember, due to compound interest, literally every dollar makes a difference. Literally. Fifth and final tip, and we got a little time. I may squeeze a, a bonus tip in there, but for the fifth tip, stop waiting and don't be afraid to ask questions. I've said it a few hundred times. Next to actually having money, time is the biggest factor to building wealth. And I know it's hard, but quit waiting for the right time. Quit trying to time the market or wait till you get this massive amount of money built up to invest at once. You can literally start investing with $20 a week. And if I have a really cool chart, I didn't make it, but I use it a lot um, of what investing $20 a week over the course of five, 10 years will do for you. So if you want that, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message. I'll gladly shoot it over to you. But just stop waiting for the perfect time. You just need to jump in and do it. And if you have questions between myself, YouTube, and Google, you can do this. And I'm still under 20 minutes, so let me throw in a bonus tip. Treat yourself within reason, of course. Now, you don't work all these hours just to pay bills and put your money away from a retirement that, you know, honestly, you may never live to see. But life is for living, and there's plenty of fun things you can do, all while staying true to your financial path. Now, with a little smart planning, research, you can see the world due to COVID. Maybe not the world, but you can see your city. You can see your state. You can eat at some dope places. You can experience some cool things, all while staying financially healthy. And, well, that's it. That's today's show. I'll be honest. It was good to do this again. Good to craft out a script good to talk to you guys and to those of you that know me you know i'm hella scatterbrained so i definitely won't commit to a new episode next week but i do promise to drop another episode in less than five months Eh? that's pretty good right now as always if you like what you heard be sure to hit that subscribe button and the like button and be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend And also, be sure to look for me on IG at Weed and Wealth. That's Weed underscore A-N-D Wealth. And yeah, wash those hands, put your masks on, and that's it. Talk to you guys soon. Be safe. Weed and Wealth, out.